Hello, 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 everybody. Hello to our our loyal listeners. Welcome back for another episode of Dish, a Bachelor Real Housewives crossover podcast hosted by your favorite sisters, Haley and Hannah Graff. Um, Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have an extra special co-host on our show today. Uh, Hannah neglected to tell me that she was going to be out of town for her mini moon and she forgot to submit her PTO request with me. Um, which uh, put me in a bit of a bind. I'm not really sure if I'm ready for solo podcasting yet, even though it honestly may need to go that direction soon if Hannah doesn't start pulling her weight more with the social media marketing, but we'll see. We may need to kick her to the curb. Anyway, today's guest agreed to fill in on very short notice. He is not what we'd like to call a reality TV fan or a fan of this podcast, but uh, we didn't have anyone else booked. So please welcome to the show, Hannah and my beloved father, Ron Graff. Hello, Dad. Hi, hi, hi Haley. Hi. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. I'm I'm thrilled to be part of your podcast. Are you? Um, not. <laughs> this is my first podcast participation, so I'll yeah. let you know at the end whether I'm been thrilled or not. Okay. Cool. Um. So, Dad, would you like to be introduced as Ron Graff or Dr. Ronald J. Graff, MD? How about Dad? Okay, we'll go with Dad. We'll go with Dad. Um, So the listeners have heard a little bit about you before. Um, They know about how we both started our thriving careers in your office. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're speaking into the microphone, Father. I'm... I'm just sitting sitting here with my with that thing near my chin, so I hope it's ca- catching everything. I'm sure it's uh, you know it it sounds it sounds okay. It sounds okay. You could be in your closet for better quality, but we'll give it to you. Um, so do you have anything to say about those early career days? Sounds like you're laughing. What's so funny? Well, um, you know, we were uh, it was very important that we had help in the office to help file and answer phones and, and uh, do little chores around the office that my, my, my two girl staff had trouble dealing with. So <laughs> I was looking forward to, to having you guys help out. And um, I have to say that you usually started pretty enthusiastically, but uh, after about half an hour or so of, of duties, you seem to find other distractions to keep you busy. Uh, until the drug reps brought lunch or coffee, in which case you got enthusiastic again and partook of the goodies, um, and then went back and then went back to your phones and computers and other. Things. I don't think we had phones, Dad. I think you're remembering this a little bit dramatically. We were like twelve. No, what? that's right. You may not have had phones. We did that have AOL, have... though. We definitely had AOL. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So, so anyway, you were you were a valuable addition for a short period of time. But we were happy to have you because my staff enjoyed having you nearby. And the, and the patients liked meeting you, too. So that was nice. Thanks, Dad. It all, you know, it kept us off the streets. True. True. Yeah. So are you golfing today? No. Uh, your mother and I uh, golfed last night, and I tested out my knee, and I did okay. But uh, 
my other typical golf buddies on Wednesday, they all kind of had other other things to do, surgeries and vacations and, uh, mm-hmm. and Got stuff it. that kind of left me a solo guy. So instead, I, uh, I took the dog for a walk and I came home to, uh, to partake in your, in your podcast. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I feel extremely special. Thank you so yeah. much for clearing your busy day. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you have got two married daughters now as of this weekend is that like kind of a sigh of relief for you like well they're not my problem anymore or how are you feeling no i, I have mixed emotions because my little girls are are gone you know they're they're I, we're, i'm officially an empty nester as far as you girls are concerned so um is that I'm what ha- happens when you get married i mean you've been empty nesting for you know yeah but i'm over not, a decade I, i'm not responsible for you anymore not that right. I have been for a while, but uh, you know I've got some beautiful young men who are going to be taking care of you for me. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of cool. So if I uh, like called you and asked for like five thousand dollars, you would say no, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say ask your ask your husband. <laughs> Okay, I'll try that later and see how it goes. Hannah's wedding was perfect, though, wouldn't you say? It was touch and go with the weather, but it ended it was, up being flawless. It was up to the up to the very last minute. The the prenuptial photos, a little spritzy and then cloudy, and then I tell you, it's like the Red Sea parting. The the clouds mm-hmm. parted, the sun came out, the wind, little breeze picked up to make it comfortable. It was perfect. Perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I I could cry just thinking about how it all worked out. It was all outdoors and we didn't have any backup for rain. Like there were no tents available in Seattle, um, which is a whole other story I, I can't even get into. But so dramatic. We were unprepared for anything and we had just accepted like Jesus take the wheel. But yeah. you, you predicted this, that it would I, be fine. Is that right? I not only predicted it, I insisted on it. So, uh me and me and God had a little conversation. And I said, "Hey, you can screw around with us as much as you want in the morning, but come three o'clock, it better mm-hmm. be nice. No and, funny uh, business. No funny business. Yep. Did you hear back from him in the moment, or? <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of said, I, "I got it, buddy. All right, I got you covered." Okay. You yep. know, speaking of God, Hannah really tried to upstage me with that Jewish glass breaking ceremony thing. Yeah, what do you think Wouldn't of you that? Say? I, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah. yeah, she's always trying to be seen as your favorite daughter, but we all know that it's me. Right. Well, you both have exactly the same genetic makeup. So um, that 50% Ashkenazi Jewish part is um, is important. Yes. So, um, yes, extremely. But she just happened to kind of demonstrate it uh, during her, her ceremony, which was right. a, a very pleasant surprise, I might say. Well, yeah, don't get any ideas about her being uh, the the most Jewish daughter because I'm going to find a way to upstage her. Don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry. All right. Well, it's not too late to get bat mitzvahed, you know. Honestly, I might annul my marriage and find a Jewish man to keep the bloodline going. All right. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, well, did you, uh, did you know that Hannah and I had a reality TV podcast before I asked you to be on this podcast? <laughs> I think you'd mentioned it one time and I sort of dismissed it as a typical Haley and Hannah baloney thing. 
Okay. So, um, so you've never um, listened. No, I've never listened to dish. In fact, I thought it was fish. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I knew it had two H's on the end, which was important. But that's the only part I remembered. Okay. <laughs> what podcast do you listen to? I listen to um, The Daily. I oh, me too. To, I listen to uh, Washington Post. And mm -hmm. I listen to... Uh, uh, you know, the Terry Gross. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I listen to mostly kind of talky stuff, you know, newsy, newsy stuff, interesting stuff. And sometimes I listen to uh, other things, serials and that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, I walk, I usually listen to my podcast only during my walk. The walk is 50 minutes long and the podcasts tend to be about 50 minutes long. So, mm -hmm. you know, one shot at a time. All right. Well, let's shoot for 50 minutes today. We're at 942. Do you think we can do it? That means we only got 40 to go, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if it depends on how much you have to say about The Bachelor, but I have a few other things to talk to you about. What do you think about Hannah and my primary hobby being reality TV? I'm not impressed. <laughs> cool. I, uh, I, 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 I'm, I wouldn't say I'm embarrassed about it, but I, I just, I, I'm not a big fan of reality TV. Yeah. And, and, um, in fact, I kind of hate it. So, um, <laughs> so you're the perfect guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to, you know, it's, it's, it's like those, uh, those news channels, you know, you can, you can hear everything you want to hear, or you can hear some of the other points of view occasionally. So, mm -hmm. I think, getting, I think we're ready you, for this. Yeah, you may be getting a different point of view today. Have you ever watched The Bachelor or Real Housewives? Never. Okay, great. Long so enough. I, if it was on, if if you guys or, or Sandy were watching it and it was on, I would watch it and listen to it for as long as it took to say, what a bunch of crap. And I would leave. So that would be about two minutes. Okay, cool. This is going to go really well, I think. Um, so I called you and asked you to please record the three-hour finale Bachelorette and watch uh -huh. it and uh, perhaps take notes so we could discuss. And you were shockingly down, which I'm very surprised by. Um, must be a slow day with the uh, or slow week with sports. Um, and it seems that you really took your sweet time. You watched it in three different settings. Are you, did you finish it? Do you feel like you're prepared to discuss? I've, I finished it. I did the first hour the first night and I did two hours the uh, last night. Wow. Stayed up until about 1130. Oh, wow. What a goddamn yep. waste of time. I got, bet you're, you're thinking. Got, got two pages of notes. <laughs> Whoa. That's yep. more pages than I have. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Wow, you obviously have a lot of discussion points. Well, so I, I guess... have when I have an assignment to to finish, I I do it. Totally, totally, no fucking around. No. Um. Okay. So were I guess where to even start? Were you able to pick up on what's going on with the plot, or do you need me to fill any gaps before we get started? Because I know you, I asked you to come in at the very last episode of the season, which is an interesting place to start. Right. Well, they sort of recap things in the beginning. Okay. These, mm -hmm. these, these women, uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you who they are. Right. Taishia, Taishia, 
and Caitlin. Tasha, yes. Tasha and, and Caitlin. <clears throat> so someone left. Michael left because he missed his kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Greg left because of who knows what. That was I tried to clarify that at the end. And uh, so a lot of drama with Greg leaving. Right, and then Katie was said, "I want a flight home. I'm getting out of here." So that that's kind of where it started, right? So they kind of re mm-hmm. re um, recapped. That, yeah, you're that totally up to speed. Yeah, but see, I don't know what happened. Uh, how long is the season before that? Um, great question. Let I me mean, in real it. in real life, how long oh. are the guys courting this woman? I think it's like almost two months. But two months. this one ended early. This ended really? early because, uh, yeah. So there were ten episodes. There were 10 episodes of uh, the season. I think usually there's like um, maybe 11 or 12. But this season ended early because everyone kept leaving. And she basically ended up with two people when she should have had four people. Right. I remember mm-hmm. the four. I remember the mm-hmm. four. Assuming there were more than the four be- before that? Oh, yeah. Like 30. <laughs> oh, shit. <Okay. laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad, so, I, let missed, me just give I'm glad you, I missed the other 26. <laughs> I'll give you just the, I'll give you the quickest possible spiel of how the show goes. Okay. So it alternates between the bachelorette and the bachelor right now we're on the bachelorette. So it's a woman trying to find a, a husband and Katie is obviously our bachelorette. She was on a previous season of the bachelor as a contestant. So that's kind of how it works. They'll pick kind of a front runner from the contestants to lead the next season someone who doesn't doesn't win obviously so katie's our bachelorette there were between 25 and 30 guys at the beginning it gets whittled down whittled down throughout the season um after a combination of one-on-one dates and group dates and eventually you get to uh the final four guys and then you have something called hometowns which is when um typically in a non-covid time frame the bachelorette flies to the each of the four men's hometowns and meets their families and spends time in their home gets to see what they do to spend like in their spare time like for you if you had a hometown you'd take the bachelorette golfing um and probably walking the dog so anyway because we're in covid still the past three seasons have been in a bubble so nobody leave they're all on like a resort and nobody leaves. So um, that's why all that's why families were like coming to this like shitty resort in um, New Mexico that no one is ever going to want to go to. <laughs> right. So so anyway, but usually you have four at that point. Wait and- a minute. Were they were they there for for two months? These all these 30 people whittled down to four people and the girl. Yeah. But as soon as you get sent home, you leave. So, you know, you don't stay there afterwards. So some people were only there for like a night. Do you mean that like like when her mother and her her aunt came? Oh yeah, they just probably came in, quarantined for a little bit, took a COVID test, and then they joined. Yeah. I see, but otherwise they were there the whole. I mean, everybody, all the contestants were there for the entire duration. No, you're only there until you get sent home. 
but the ones that you saw right right but okay but they all right so they they were survivors they were there the whole damn exactly exactly so anyway you there's four people where you meet the families then it's whittled down to three people and then you have what's called the fantasy suite dates where you have an overnight off-camera date with the final three and that's the only time in the whole season that you get to be off camera so that's your time to ask the really hard-hitting questions right um and then well is that because that's when you have sex it's also when you have sex yes if you so desire Mm. and then from there it's the final two you whittle down to the final two and then those two contestants meet the bachelor or bachelorette's families and then there's a there's a final day at the end where there's two guys left and both of them likely want to propose but she'll reject one and then say yes to the other so as you can see the season did not go upon the usual schedule because when there were four guys michael who was the dad he left before his hometown so she only had three guys at hometowns versus four and then greg yeah greg left right after his hometown he had like a mini meltdown so then by the time she's getting to like the fantasy suite section of of this uh of this situation she should have three guys she only has two and she basically chooses blake in that setting so it, it just right. did not go as expected it ended no very it was abruptly. very very anticlimactic yeah very totally. i mean i well i guess we'll be talking about this later but uh this blake dude yeah what do you first think of all blake? i was rooting for justin okay i thought i i like justin better. yeah what okay, did you like but, about justin oh he just seemed more real and and uh I just, I, I just like, I mean, I didn't get to see him very much, you know, mm-hmm. but because uh, he was on and off as soon as she declared her love for Blake, and, <laughs> uh, that was it. He was out. He didn't even have a chance. He got, he got shut out before the game started, for God's sake. Yeah, honestly, it's been very confused. Justin is still, I mean, you saw this in his interview in the live segment, but he is, it very much seems like he's there by default. He just keeps... He kept keeps still being there because other people are leaving, if that makes sense. And somehow he ends up in the final two and no one ever has thought he's going to end up with Katie because they don't really seem to have like a connection. Um, but I agree. He was my front runner as well. Um, I think that he's the most active of, of the three. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. So All what right. about Blake? So Blake. Well, first of all, he's Canadian, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, Don't trust him. So they're a little different. Um, (laughs) uh, And we just lost all of our Canadian listeners. uh, I like Canadians. They're different. They're good. They're good hockey players. Mm -hmm. Um, And they speak, they speak English, which is good. But they also speak French. That is always helpful. Yeah. They they speak French better than we speak uh, any other languages. So that's cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm sorry if I offended any any Canadian listeners. You know they'll get over it. Um. So I don't know. I. You know, first of all, it was so all this loving and kissing and hugging 
stuff was so effusive it was just ridiculous i mean it was it was just over the top i mean nobody is in a relationship like that there's nobody right. that i know mm -hmm. i mean they couldn't get their keep their hands off each other and they're always smooching and kissing and uh yeah i, I it's think tough that to watch it's tough it to is, watch no one wants well, to see that it's just it's just not it's not realistic Okay, so I think that a lot of the stuff was put on. By the way, by the way, these mm -hmm. people, they're in this place for two months and there's nothing but about 400 cameras around, right? Mm -hmm. and, and how do they, how are they supposed to behave like normal when there's cameramen four feet away doing close-ups mm -hmm. of your face? Yeah. You know, I've never been uh, selected to be a reality TV star, uh, much to my dismay. But I do hear that you get used to, like at first it's super weird. And then, oh, you know, after a couple of days, you it just is what it is and you're used to it. And you kind of don't even realize that they're there anymore. That's what I hear. But yeah, strange, oh, right? Jesus. Can you well, maybe, they're, maybe they're dressed up like a cactus or something, you know, so they blend into the. That's into definitely the possible. Scenery of New Mexico. Yeah. I definitely think that the cameras are further away uh, more often than not than it seems that they are with those yeah, yeah, extreme I know. lenses. They, they have telephoto lenses and stuff, but they're still, but they're still there, and they have to have microphones because they don't have auto, they don't have visible microphones, so they must have these long range mm -hmm. mics that pick up their conversations. And mm -hmm. I don't know. So anyway, so I don't know where I where I was talking. Anyway, I don't know how you can behave normally there. And I thought that he was just, there was too much of this hugging and a kissing and a smooching and a, and a, I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know, yeah, fine. But you don't, you know, you don't do that in, in two months. I mean, you gotta, relationships take a little while to develop, you know, like, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's a fair that's a fair call out. However, the whole premise of the Bachelorette is that you're kind of like fast tracking, <laughs> um, because there's no distractions. There's no you can't go out with your friends. You can't spend time with your family. You can't watch TV. You can't have your phone. You're just 100 percent focused on finding love and getting engaged, Ugh. and so you're able to really eliminate about two years from your normal time frame and really speed things up. Not a bad right. idea. Right. What percentage of these uh, relationships wind up successfully? Oh, ooh, low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which shows you the authenticity of this approach of relationships. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Um, Do you think Katie and Blake will make it? Uh, nope. Okay. Really? I'll tell you why. I tell loved me. Aunt Lindsay. Oh, did you? <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> she was a skeptic from the get-go. You know, she didn't smile once. She was, she was, she, this guy got the, she got the evil eye, you know, from, from the get-go from her because she was realistic about it. She said, how are you, you guys haven't thought about anything. He's going to go off to Africa for months at a time. You're going to do, they're going to give up your career for whatever they, whatever logical mm -hmm. stuff she talked about. They had never even talked about, it. well, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. And, totally. Uh, 
And those are things Aunt you got to. Those are things you got to work. At. And he was terrified. He was, you know, he was floored. He didn't have any answers for her. Yeah, poor Lanny. Um, so she was the only rational person in the in the house. You know, her mother was. Uh, you know, she she was easily swept over. Mm-hmm. And you know, he just he just kind of soft talked everything, but he didn't have hard answers for the hard questions. So. Yeah. That's true. He is. He does come across as a little bit stupid All and right. unprepared. Right. And then, so then the. I mean, are we supposed to do this in chronological order? No, or can no, I jump no. around? All right. So then he's picking out these rings. Okay. And uh, first of all, I thought all of them were kind of ugly. Um, Honestly, I couldn't agree more. I, I thought they more. were ugly as shit. I wouldn't have picked out any of those rings. Why did you feel that way? Because they were ugly, they were kind of gaudy, and they were kind of kind of like some of the stuff we see on TV at the, one of those uh, jewelers that, that yeah, to say, how like can the they? Company. Yeah, how can you totally. advertise these things? Who would buy a ring like that? Right. right. Well, you know, they are. I couldn't agree more. Actually, the, all these rings have like giant halos. Yeah. Which halo is that? What it's called? Yeah. Yeah, that's there may be. Like, a, there yeah, may be a diamond in the middle of it, but it's all drowned out by this uh, this uh, chrome yeah. crap. But didn't you think he pe- he picked the best one? He picked the I don't one know. without I a giant could, halo. I, I I didn't I didn't see which one he actually picked, but uh, mm-hmm. good. Dad, how uh, much do you think a man should spend on an engagement ring? I don't know. Don't ask me. Okay. Don't ask Noted. me. What do they say? You're supposed to say half your salary or something? Is this some sort of rule of thumb? I actually am not totally sure. Just curious what your perception was. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. Well, noted. We hated the rings. He did pick the best one, though. Okay, that's good. So and yeah, I agree. It's like you know what you're signing up for, Blake. You literally came here to get engaged, and right. like he he also tried during the proposal tried to kind of like make it seem like he wasn't going to. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Hey, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't. Sorry. Don't you undermine my participation in this podcast my deepest deepest apologies dad all right so i wanted to talk about the proposal i call it what the 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 rose altar or something like that what do you call that proposal station the final rose Mm -hmm. where they have to drive out to this ugly looking place i don't know what the hell all that shit was around on the you know on that platform (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck was that supposed to be about They're making the best of their New Mexico setting, Dad. Oh, I see. Okay, so so she goes on and on how much. Oh, on the way, on the way there. Oh, two things. One, as I, I thought her green dress was ugly. Oh my God, I did too. Did okay. you, I wonder if we have the same thoughts on why? Because I wrote down why I think it's ugly. Well, it it was sort of see through in the front. And, you know, yes. You know, yes. Right. Right. And it, it was kind of long, and it looked like it was made out of a vinyl, something like yeah. that. Yeah, Katie has been dressed horribly for the season. I feel so bad for her. But anyway, no, that um, that light-colored mesh at the front and on the side yeah. is called illusion mesh, and yeah. it's commonly used in wedding gowns and evening evening attire to like make it look like it's it's your bare skin but it holds the structure of the dress together but it's it looked terrible on her because it was like four shades lighter than her skin and i just hate the look of illusion mesh in general personally but i'm glad you agree 
Yep. Okay. And you know what a, what a, what a real dress aficionado I am. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't, so you I didn't can't like say her dresses dress. without saying wrong. All right. All right. So he, so, so he's, he's in the car, right? And mm-hmm. he's, he's saying, he still doesn't know whether he wants to do this, or at least he's pretending that he doesn't, he can't make a decision, right? Yeah. And then they get to the place and she starts uh, giving her vows about how much she loves him and how much they have in common and that he's a soulmate and she's all bushy and squishy. And, and mm-hmm. he is just weak and insecure and he bumbles around and I don't know what the hell he's saying. He's saying a bunch of crap. And he says, finally, I have the quote here. I can't give you what you came here for. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm saying, fuck, he's leaving. He's going to yeah. run away. Yeah. Said, That's cool. Maybe Justin will come back. <laughs> <laughs> but then he proposes to her and he gets on his knees and he gives her the ring. And then he, so, right. Right. That was what very confusing. What a bunch of baloney. What a bunch of baloney is right. I know. I thought that was weird too. But you know, um, sometimes what happens is they get to the the end and they're not they're not ready to propose for whatever reason, but they leave as a couple. So that's happened like two times before. So I was thinking that maybe that would be what happens. But yeah, no, I agree. Not ideal. Yeah. Um, and you know what, Dad? Like, well, you're saying that sometimes. He, they don't propose and there isn't a rose and, and that sort of thing. And they well, kind there's of always a rose. There's always a rose. But um, sometimes the person that the lead wants to get engaged to yeah. is wants to leave together, but just as like boyfriend and girlfriend. And that's happened like two times. And it's always very, very, very disappointing because, again, this is supposed to be a fast track to an engagement. Um, but yeah, this is. I, I definitely thought for a minute that he was just going to be like, I'm not ready to get engaged, but I do want to leave together. I love you. Did you feel that way? Yeah. 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 I didn't think he was going to go for it. I, I know. What so a little trickster. Look, look for another excuse to get out there. All right. Can I talk about the energy healer? Please. What a horrible bullshit. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. I know. Big fucking puppet that they blow up, that they burn up. <laughs> Ugly, scary looking thing. I Mouth know. moving, head moving, lights in the eyes. Yeah. I mean, it was scary. It was like, I, I mean, know. It, I would have been scared. It's just a disaster. All right, good. I'm glad we agreed on that. We completely agreed. I. I, it's just, I was embarrassed watching it, knowing that you were watching it. I was like, dad is going to have so many words about this. Um, well, it just, it just reaffirmed my, my belief that this is just a crock of shit. All these yeah, things. Yeah. I, and I, you know, this enthusiastic audience, I mean, why, why do you guys get into this so much? What is it that is attractive to it? Well, to be honest, I'm grandfathered in, Dad. I've just been watching it for so long that I can't not watch it now. I, it's kind of like something that I just have to do for life because I got to know what's going on. Plus, 
we have all these loyal listeners that are tuned into this podcast expecting <laughs> us to talk about it. <laughs> all right. Um, anything else that you wanted to cover about the finale? Do you want to talk a little bit about the live after the final rose reunion segment? <clears throat> um, you mean stuff that I didn't see? The follow-up stuff? Uh, no. You know how part of the episode was kind of like looking backwards, and then part of it was live after after the fact. Well, they, yeah, they. Well, they, that's when Greg came back, and they, yeah, right, yeah. All right. So, so um, we should talk a little bit about Greg. Yeah. Well. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what happened that time except he said i ha i have to leave i'm not ready for this or something like that because yeah. she wasn't she wasn't as into it as his because what she didn't say i love you like he said i love you and she didn't i say i love you back here's what happened and i'll give you i'll let you draw your own conclusions because this has been extremely controversial in the uh bachelor world in terms of whose side people are on so basically what happened is greg was we thought that Greg was the front runner the entire time. She always gave him roses. He had like several one-on-one -on -one dates when usually you only get one. Um, she constantly gave him validation that like he was, um, he was her favorite basically with, but then, you know, Katie, usually what the bachelorette or the bachelor does is, you know, you're not really supposed to be, it's supposed to be a surprise at the end who you choose. Right. So she was not burying her soul in terms of like, I'm going to choose you. You are the one. I love you. Right. So basically what happened is that Greg had a complete meltdown. So after his hometown date, when she met his family, he bared his soul to her. Um, he basically said, so he lost his dad a few years ago and she, Katie has also lost her dad. So he was like, you know, I'm so in love with you. I'm ready to propose. Like you fill a hole in my heart. And she basically didn't say anything back. She kind of, she like gave him a hug. She was like, she said some nice things, but she didn't validate that she felt the same way. And as the bachelorette, she still had three guys left. And right. It would be yeah. too early for her to, to, uh, because right. she was only going to say, I love you to one guy. Right. right? When she and says it, that was the one. And, and she, she, it was too early to tell Greg that. Right. And it then was too she, early. then she blew it by telling Blake that. So Justin was left out in the cold before he even got in the door. Yeah, basically. So, t you know, sometimes in the past people have cracked and they've told two people they love them and that's when they get into a real big pickle. Well, so, you can love them. Oh, shit. They were, everyone was kissing and smooching all the time. Everyone's uh... kissing and smooching. Disgusting. Mm. Um, so anyway, he, you could see both sides on one hand like it's katie's right as the as the bachelorette to to not say she loves anybody until the end and that's just how it works and greg knew that coming into it but on the other side greg you know he his point of view is that like he to in order to be able to move forward like he needed to know that she actually loved him and that he wasn't just going to be strung along until the end and when she didn't give him that he basically had a complete meltdown and talked down to her he he said things like um i don't think you get it katie like i deserve more than what i've been given by you 
Um, and then he like, you know, threw his hands in the air and stomped out and didn't say goodbye. And it, it was just very controversial. And, you know, the Bachelor Nation, the fans have brought up the term gaslighting a lot. Have you do you know what gaslighting is? That's when you blame something else for something you did or something like that. Basically, yeah. It's like it means that you make somebody think that it's that the, all the problems are their fault. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're the one who caused it. Uh-huh. That, so anyway, that's why they it was so contentious when they when he came out on stage after because like in the moment, Katie just couldn't believe it was happening, that he was leaving and she kept trying to apologize. And he was like, I don't want an apology. I want to know. Like, how do you not know that I'm the one? You have to tell me that. And she was like, I can't tell you that. And he stormed off. And instead of just acting like an adult and leaving on his own, like, I can't handle this. You know, I can't stick around and wait and see. He was just like very rude and condescending to her. So she uh, she unleashed on him, I would say. And I think yeah, that she she ripped another asshole. On him. Yeah. Right. Which did that make you think that maybe she still do you feel like Blake was her second choice or do you think that he, Blake was always her first choice? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Cause I didn't, I didn't see their, their previous relationship, but uh, she sure seemed angry with, with, with him. At the yeah. End. So I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know whose choice, whether he was the first choice or not. I came in, I came in a little too late to the party, which is fine. In my opinion, it seems she was a little too angry with Greg for that some for someone that is happily engaged to somebody else at this point. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. That's she what just said, me. "Well, tough, tough, tough noogies. Well, too bad you left, but I'm happy with the guy." Right, and like I'm, I support her standing up for herself completely. But this, the way that she reacted, makes me think that she still has a lot of like pent up anger about not ending up with Greg and settling yeah. for Blake. Well, but that's... you know, we'll never know the truth. That's a fair interpretation. Well, I'm sure that there'll be stories for years to come about how she yeah. feels. But that being said, she could have left when Greg left. That has happened before where somebody, uh, some you're down to like three people and mm-hmm. somebody decides to leave. This happened on Colton's season, Dad, when Colton was the bachelor. Colton's now come out as a gay man. But at the time, he was straight, apparently. <laughs> and he had three ladies left. And mm-hmm. one of them decided to go home on her own because she wasn't ready to get engaged. And he ended the show. He ended the show and was like, it's you or nobody. And they, he basically ended it and they just left as a boyfriend and girlfriend couple not engaged. So if Katie really wanted to do that, she could have. So that's the only thing that makes nice. me feel like, okay, maybe it was Blake all along. It's really hard to tell. She was playing, she was playing both sides for sure very well. Okay. All right. So what was he acting? She said acting. What was she talked about? Acting. So there has so on The Bachelor, there is a very common theme about whether or not contestants are there for the right reasons. And that means are they actually there to find love and get engaged? Or are they there to um become famous and build their social media following yeah yeah like i thought that so this is blake's second time around too right or third time yeah it is the second time around and it you could see i can see why it would seem like it was a third but it's a long story it's only his second yeah all right 
So they just do it to kind of promote themselves. Well, a lot of people come on the show to, you know, get Instagram followers so that they can go quit their day jobs and go sell ads for, you know, like, like hair growing gummies for, you know, you know, $60,000 a post. So like, it's a very (laughs) lucrative option. So I can see why some people do that. But basically what she was saying about acting is that it's it's come out that Greg attended acting classes in New York in 2019. So that is causing some speculation about whether he's there for love or just trying to get famous. What do you think? I don't know. I'm, I'm staying out of it. Yeah. Okay. totally. Be Switzerland. That's smart. Um. So anyway, that's kind of that's kind of it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. What else, anything it. else that you wanted to discuss? Uh no. Okay. No. Um I know you have two pages of notes, so I definitely don't want to uh cut you off if you have something, you know. No, I so we've we've covered most of the ground that I Okay, cool. Justice for to. Justin. Um well, should we get to our breaking dish? uh our break what does that mean oh great question dad um since you've never listened to the show the breaking dish segment is when hannah or i share some um some breaking news in the reality tv world like not on the show but off camera drama hookups Uh breakups pregnancies engagements you know okay do i do i have to participate in that part well i didn't expect you to bring i brought one so you just have to listen and you know, maybe okay. respond to me. That's right, because okay. I am the co-host today. Yeah. So uh, over the weekend, um, Greg, Greg from, you know, the Greg we're talking about, yeah. was spotted out of New York um, with Bree, who was on the previous season, The Bachelor on that season. So they were gallivanting around New York together and spotted on several different occasions by fans. And it sparked rumors about whether or not they are, you know, hooking up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, So apparently what happened is, um, you know, a a Bachelor fan spotted them out in New York. She took some pictures of them. And then she went up to them and asked if she could get a photo with them together. And they said no. So this is what she said. She said, Brie from Matt's season and Greg spotted in NYC. I literally asked for a picture and Greg didn't speak, but Brie basically spoke for him and was like, he said, no, we're trying to be discreet. Dramatic. They, sh- they said no to a fan because they were trying to be discreet and Greg himself wouldn't speak. Um, but then apparently they're not actually together because Brie posted a photo on her Instagram story that is a photo of her holding hands with, um, what appears to be a black man and it says current relationship status so that is basically like i have a different boyfriend greg's just a friend leave us alone why would greg be a friend of breeze were they on the same show at the same time they were not on the same show at the same time but it's kind of like an incestual community everyone becomes friends everyone goes out together in new york people date each other for sure like it would there are eight there are eight million people in new york Right. Well, you know, this is another thing. Some some people try to hang out with other bachelor people because it leads to clickbait like this, them being in the news, staying relevant. 
oh, getting boy. followers. Okay, well, that's a very interesting broken dish. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Dad, thank you so, so much for joining me on the podcast today. Um, and I can't wait to hear people's reactions um, to your episode. You did such a great job. Um, do you have any last words that you want to say to the listeners? No. Well, just to... Listeners, thank thank you for supporting my my starving daughters in their in their <laughs> enterprise, and uh, I, you know I'm I'm sure they make it as entertaining as possible. And, uh, and enjoy enjoy the shows, enjoy the Bachelor, enjoy the reality uh, shows and the Housewives and stuff. Um, please don't ask me to to do this again for a Housewife episode though, because I think that I will blow my head out that happens. <laughs> wow okay i would say this went really well on all accounts um oh, okay. okay dad well um have a great day and uh, everyone please follow us on instagram at dish podcast dish with two h's um send us an email at dishpod. oh sorry the, the instagram is dishpod. the email is dishpodcast at gmail.com dad do you want anyone to follow you tell, uh, tell everyone where they can find you um my office address <laughs> no like you don't have instagram anymore did you do you did you delete your instagram no i am i am on facebook but i oh, never I everyone never, uh... go follow go friend ronald graf on facebook <laughs> no, i will not i will if if i don't know you i will not accept you as a friend don't, don't take that personally <laughs> okay okay well um this has been real we will be back next week and until then keep crossing over dad that's how we sign off tell everyone to, to stay strong stay strong and keep crossing over and keep crossing over okay all right we love you guys have a great week bye, bye, -bye.